I can't imagine doing this without a computer. <laughs> 2019. I'm constantly I on my devices. I, sometimes. I need, I need my phone. Box yeah, so you're like Albert Einstein. You're like the Russell Crowe from A Beautiful Mind. Things are just oh, circling around. I have around. a great Russell Crowe Beautiful Mind story. <laughs> you want to hear it? So, all right. So they recorded A Beautiful Mind on the campus of Princeton while I was a student there. And I'm there... Um, this know. is 2001. This, yeah, this is two, yeah. That's that's just about right. Yeah, I'm a I'm a freshman, and I'm there taking a shower. They're recording the film outside my dorm, and I you know I don't realize it. And it's like nine o'clock in the morning, ten o'clock. I peer my head out the window to see Russell Crowe walking up the steps, and then look out, gaze over the long lawn of about a hundred yards, and I hear cut. Shut that goddamn window! <laughs> <laughs> and that's my uh, Russell Crowe beautiful mind And story. that was you in that, the window. That yeah. was oh, me yeah, in the window. Great. I am oh. the man in the window. No I, way. I wonder yeah. if you're in like the DVD outtakes or something. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry I yelled, but that was how it happened. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Welcome to the ACC Basketball Degenerates oh, podcast. Yeah. On that note, we have a great episode in store. Had to throw that out there. Token intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're going to preview the ACC tournament, and we are not going to mess around. We're going to dive into it. That was enough foreplay right there with the Russell Crowe beautiful mind story, I thought. Unless there's anything you'd like to allude to, Taylor. I got nothing. I was trying to think of a similar story. I saw Bill Murray on a plane once. Oh, well, we could parlay it into a Conan O'Brien story that I also have, but we'll share oh, okay. that for next episode. Okay. We'll, we'll save it, save it, not share it. Yeah. Well. Let's not mess around. Let's get right into the ACC tournament draw as we have games coming up on Tuesday. We're taping this on a Monday night, everyone, if you're interested. And uh, we get the double-digit seeds, the Wonk Fest. We get Guthrie's Notre Dame Fighting Irish, which he correctly projected as the worst team in the league. But prior That's to right. that, uh, right. Wake Forest and Miami get to be in action. This is the Taylor Pilkington special at noon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a huge game. These are teams I swore I'd never speak of again. Um, see episode 19. Except you, you kept mentioning Notre Dame every single week. <laughs> yeah, well, they're a great cover team. They're a great cover team, unless they're playing Clemson or Louisville or Duke. Well, UVA. Well, anyways, great cover team. In this game, Miami will be the seven-point favorites against Wake Forest. Seven point favorites. That's too much. A lot. Miami shouldn't be favored by seven over anyone. Wow. Wake Forest covered the first time these teams played. Ooh. Or the second time these teams played. Or maybe it was the only time these teams played. I can't keep track of these teams have played twice. I mean, really, who cares? One I doubt point, it. One point win for Wake Forest. Yeah, see? Exactly. Yeah. They won as well. I don't know why they're not. Uh, I mean, Wake Forest has been frisky late in the season. I'm taking Wake if we're, we're going to. We're not going to predict yet, are we? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's let's plow through this yeah, bracket, espe- especially these Tuesday games. Sure. Yeah, sure. So we got one Wake winner, Guthrie. I know you're a longtime fan of the Demon Deacons. Longtime fan of the Deeks, but uh, this is this is Manning's final game. Oh. This is it. This is this is the end. Day is done, as, as uh, Jim Morrison says. This <laughs> is where Miami picks up a win and a cover. I like, right. I like cover hurricane. seven points. That yep. seems like so much. Not I also enough. like how Vegas Mike now believes anything we say if we put it in a prediction style as if <laughs> this is going to happen. I say Penn State's going to win the Big Ten tournament. And he's like, well, really? Blah, blah. That's great. What a story. <laughs> Guthrie says, this will be Danny Manning's last game. Oh. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, they did recently switch uh, athletic directors, so there's a little bit of, that's uh, right. yeah. little bit of momentum. They, there, there's not a buyout high enough <laughs> where Manning is going to be coaching next year. Uh, Taylor, what are your thoughts? Um, 
I don't have the confidence here, which is the real secret to Mike's MO. It's just confidence. That's right. what he loves. Blind he's, a, confidence. he's attracted to confidence. Mm-hmm. Usually it's backed up. Uh, I, I really want to pick Miami. I've always loved them. I think it's too many points. I'll take Wake. Wow. Nothing convinced me more to take Miami than that horrible <laughs> pick by you. Come on, man. You got Chris Likes, Vasilovich. I mean, you still have talent there. It's not like Anthony Lawrence stopped playing basketball. I, I think they have the ability to shoot the ball. I like Miami in this terrible game that I'll never watch. I don't really like how they played down the tail end of the season. They got blown out by Duke, obviously. They lost to Wake earlier. They got the pit win. I don't even know what to think about that. I guess I just throw that out the window. And then Virginia Tech, you know, that game was around 18 practically the entire way. I, I don't see them covering seven. I'll take Wake for the that reason alone. And I like the way Childress has been playing recently, especially how he how he handled himself in the Duke game. And I think that he'll maybe suck on some of that mojo his father had once in this very fine oh, yes. draw. He was known, known as an ACC tournament champion. Did they actually win that year? That yeah, Randolph Childress he's going to be ready. He's going to be... He knows the drill. Mm-hmm. It's not at the Coliseum, right. but it's in Charlotte. Right. It's close enough. Mm. Do you think more than 10 Miami fans attend this tournament? <laughs> well, yeah. they're not leaving Miami, so no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, not leaving Miami to go to Charlotte. So, no, I'll be – I can't imagine many Miami fans will be there despite uh, Larinaga's, uh, you know, desires. Well, so, wonderful. That is doesn't the – matter, though. What is that? The that's 12, a 13. Game. Yeah, it's the very first game of the tournament. That's right. Wow, Go a resounding 10, 15 kickoff game yeah. mm-hmm. between Notre Dame, who did finish last. Well done, Guthrie, on that prediction. And that was impressive. Yeah, I try, guys. And also, they are playing none other than a team which also features gold, <laughs> the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Ooh. Notre Dame, your one point favorite. That's. That's ludicrous. Wow. I mean, this is going to be a close game. Wow. Wow. Georgia Tech's coming off back-to-back wins. It's because Georgia Tech's offense is non-existent. I mean, they're 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 not talented, no. Uh, but they they do have two they do have two studs in Jose Alvarado and James Banks. I think James Banks and the way that he's played recently um, definitely inspires confidence. He had what I like to call the perfect game against NC State. He was eight of eight from the field. You know, had five blocks, nine boards. You know, he's he's an impressive impressive player and Alvarado can hold his own but then you got you got a guy like John Mooney from Notre Dame who's just going to pull him outside all day John Mooney arguably the ACC's most improved player does any of it matter does anyone care it's Notre Dame Georgia Tech we you know? people care. <laughs> an investigative reporter to tell me how Notre Dame lost at Pitt 56-53 because I don't think any of us watched that game or paid attention I didn't know they lost until maybe Sunday Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was, did that happen? It was the battle not for the, the fifteen. Team. That's a problem. <laughs> the battle for the fifteen seed between Pitt and Notre Dame. Mm. This uh, is they're not me, good. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. Georgia Tech is nineteen and twelve against the spread all season. They've been killing it recently. Mm. Slam the Yellow Jackets. Mm. Absolutely slam. Slam them. Slam them. No question. Hammer them. I'm going to take Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tell me why. Tell me why. Uh, one, I think Georgia Tech, really, they're built only on defense. And it's a great defense, uh, but their offense is not very good. And Notre Dame plays solid enough defense that they're gonna, they're not going to score that much. And I think Notre Dame is a great passing team. They just can't shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
one of the strengths of the Georgia uh, Georgia Tech defense is that they limit the three-point shooting percentage of the other team. Right. I don't think it's going to matter for Notre Dame. They're just going to pass around them. Georgia Tech allows a lot of like assists, high assist percentage on defense. I think Notre Dame, their system still works. I think you're going to see guys like DJ Harvey get a lot of open layups. Uh, I like the point about Mooney pulling them out. Um, yeah, I, I like I, Notre Dame. Here. I like the idea of Notre Dame, like when they're walking out of the tunnel, you know, they have the, the like, be, be a champion today. Like placard that Play they like slap. A champion today. Yeah, I love. I love that. Uh, I love that for the basketball team. Maybe it's like solid enough. Just right. like he said, how is Notre Dame solid enough? Slap it on their way out. Yeah, I could. I could see TJ uh, Gibbs slapping that on his way out to the floor. There's no way that Notre Dame covers here. <laughs> There's no way in hell. Give me the Yellow Jackets, man. They they have a premier talent, and Notre Dame just isn't there right now. So this is a learning experience for Mike. Bray and company, and luckily, lucky for them, it'll be a short trip. So, give me I the also Yellow will take Georgia Tech. Let's go into the final game on day one of the ACC tournament. It's going to go down at seven o'clock, and it's going to feature the other two teams who were double-digit cellar dwellers who have not mentioned. That would be Boston College. They're involved in this game. Guys. They're involved, despite once being termed the line <laughs> by someone on this podcast. That was a mistake. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> They did beat Louisville at home. That's great. It's <laughs> wonderful. Who's going to be the first among us to talk about Popovich? I would ask not. this question. We can't yeah. mention him anymore. <laughs> he's, he's no longer a sponsor. Know. Pittsburgh, your oh, one-point you know favorites what? in it's, this game. It's a great timing. It's time for Luke on announcers. This just came to mind. Oh, I love this segment. I was somehow drawn to Boston College in their NC State loss. and was early in the game before it turned into a massacre. Oh, it was bad. And I don't know which commentator it was. I'm not sure who was on the call, but I heard these words uttered. You know, if you look at Popovich's second half of the season, you know, he's got a case for all ACC this year. <laughs> and then I changed the channel, and then NC State went on to blow him out. So, Isn't that what that we what say every week? Oh, man. That means somebody's listening. But no, still, ludicrous. My question for this game is, which team is more ready to go in spring break, Pitt or Boston College? Ooh. That's how I'm going to judge this one. Ooh, a good one. I They're probably ready to get out of Boston. They're probably ready to get out of Boston. I think Pitt still has something to fight for here. I think they, deep down, they still believe in themselves. I'm I'm taking Pitt, and this is probably my, this might be my pick of the first round right here. I would go Pitt Panthers all day against Boston College. Too much depth, too much diversity in scoring. I like Pitt. I know it's a shock. I know. Did you Luke, say too much depth? If you look at Luke's yeah, that's faith. the first thing that comes to mind when I think Pitt Panthers basketball 2018-2019. Depth. You know, I might go with you because I just hate I despise this Boston College team. You just don't like the way they play. They're just too narrow. No, I just don't trust them. Mm. I, I don't like picking for them. Mm. I've learned that the hard way this year. Yeah, their strengths don't apply to Pitt, I don't think. And like it's not like Sheldon Mitchell and um, you know, Popovich are gonna have a place on the floor against Pitt. They just they have no home. Do we get fancy here and go Boston College first half and then go Pitt for game? Ooh, I you see, like, I like that doing sweet that middle. I like that. What's Guthrie like? Guthrie's over there stewing. What do you I, like? Who do you like? So, okay, before they beat Notre Dame, Pitt had not covered a game. <laughs> right, 11 straight, right? They were Since a, the 14th of January. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long-ass time. Mm-hmm. BC is covering, like, you know, every now and then mm-hmm. inconsistently. Right. They're right They're right next to each other in terms of total against the spread trends for the season. Mm-hmm. But 
BC waxed them or beat them by like seven or something mm-hmm. when they played. That counts. The one time. Yeah, that's Is that Bra- waxing? That's yeah. a Brazilian. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe not a Brazilian. Whatever it's one degree less, a Peruvian. Yeah, Peru- a Peruvian waxing. <laughs> a landing ship. I think this is not, a, not enough points. I'm. I think BC wins. How many points? It's only one. one. It's one. Yeah, it's pretty much. A I mean, I'm gonna take points, BC. Yeah. I'm gonna take BC money line here if I'm gonna take any. Yeah, I'm, sure. Well, what a money line! Yeah. I she just went all no, out. That's I, great. I, I love it's like BC a Peter Pan Good for you. Get your right plus one hundred. I'm gonna enjoy the Pitt Panthers twelve point win. I, I think Kai <laughs> Bowman. This might be his swan song. Oh yeah. Before he enters the draft, mm-hmm. possibly. Uh, yeah, I like it. I just think. Too many actual shooters and scores for BC compared to Pitt. Do you think he'll bring back the red hair? I wish he would. Also, I love that exchange between Guthrie and Mike because Guthrie was giving you know good points, excellent points on why Pitt's bad, and Mike was just like, "What are those rats on the Muppets?" Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I like Pitt. <laughs> All right, let's get that. Is an there. excellent impression. Yeah, that was actually That's pretty good. Significantly better rats, than yeah. your Roy Williams impression. I, you know what? I get great feedback from my Roy impressions, <laughs> impersonations. I'm sorry, uh, I do. Did you hear Cam Johnson's Roy Williams impression? Had everybody cracking up. Was um, it as good as before mine? the big game? Um, I don't know. The crowd loved it. I have no idea what Roy Williams really sounds like. I don't listen to a lot of post game press conferences. I do. So I Lots really of don't. Dad, know. Yeah. part of my job. Those are hooves, Dan. <laughs> that that car commercial. I, I love that car commercial. Let's go to day two. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you got to tweet that out. I don't know. Those are hooves, Dan. <laughs> this is the last game that we have cemented. It's the 8-9 matchup. It's the two teams on the bubble. Huge game. Currently listed as two members of the last four-in quartet. Mm. We have the NC State Wolfpack, and we have the Clemson Tigers. Whoa. I know where I stand on this one, but so I want to hear this y'all. Is Shut a, it down. This is Shut a, it down. This is, a, <laughs> this is a play-in game for the NCAA tournament. That's here. right. I now, mean, here's I, the question. Do you think the loser is out? Yes. Yeah, I think the loser's out. Clemson might be out even if they win. No. No, I don't think so. I, I like I like Clemson to make the tournament if they win. I'm just I think NC State's that. definitely I don't know if out true. if they only win this game. NC State is? Yeah. No question in my mind. What's our projected spread? Uh, the projected spread is Clemson by one. Ooh. Well, that's easy. Okay. Clemson that's all I needed to know. One? Clemson by one. Wow. Let me tell you something. I'm just going to take the floor. Go ahead. I was going to go last. Now I'm going to go first. This Clemson team has been on a very, very good run of basketball its last five games. Yes. Double digit win against BC, taking care of business. Yeah. It blew out Pitt, but who hasn't done that recently, like Guthrie said? The narrow loss to North Carolina, where they were in that game, they had a nice first half lead. It evaporated and then closed down the stretch. One possession loss, mm-hmm. a narrow win at Notre Dame, which wasn't great. That didn't make me feel good. And then a healthy win over Syracuse in their most recent game, which was the season finale. So they get Syracuse by 12. I don't like anything I'm seeing from NC State besides from the blowout win over Boston College. I don't think they're going to be able to score in the interior I think they're going to be forced into a lot of contested and I underline contested jump shots so that's why I like Clemson in this game and they're starting to find themselves from beyond the arc they're shooting the ball better and then Reed finally had a read game I'd, I'd waited all year for it and we finally had a read game so maybe we'll see more of that in the ACC tournament 
Luke, I'll be honest with you. I don't think you've ever done a better job of making a case for any team in the history of this podcast. That was as good as it gets. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. I'm also on Clemson for this game. Taylor. You know Taylor. who I want to pick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, hearts and minds Pilkington oh, over here. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I told somebody on Twitter that they were going to bury you in that uh, Willy Wonka red jacket that Absolutely. Uh, Kevin Keats wears. Just send me to Raleigh. <laughs> you guys can carry the casket. Uh, yeah, and, I'm picking NC State. Yeah. They're going to win this game. Oh, wow. Uh, really? They're going to force, force a lot of turnovers. Um, we're going to speed them up, yeah. get in the open court, get some looks at the basket, uh, get Clemson in foul trouble. They're pretty thin. I like NC State here. Okay. Clemson does have a turnover problem. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Shelton Mitchell, uh, to say the least, is uh, it's Shelton Mitchell. Is that right, Shelton Mitchell? Anyways, he, he's yeah, very, that, very loose with the ball. He is. Very loose with the ball. Guthrie, who do you like? Clemson. That's my boy. Of of the teams, I guess we're going to talk about like trends across the last few few weeks in the ACC. Clemson definitely trending in the right direction in my mind. They're, they've covered four of the last five games. NC State has looked like a total train wreck. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, they just beat Boston <laughs> like, College by thirty K- points. What about the Georgia Tech? Game? Yeah, that's the that, if that's their like their shining beacon for what what. This season has become then uh you know believe in something guthrie believe in something <laughs> like, yeah, i believe clemson will cover this game <laughs> what I believe in. I, look the real problem deep down i don't know if they do an acc defensive first team do they do that if they if all they, defense team yeah if they did and do the carolina one, fans got really mad that kenny williams didn't get on and then oh. so did billis billis got uh, you know indignant did was david scar to find on something it? i know they announced it today and i haven't had a chance to look if i they, don't think he was if he wasn't on the first team he should have been and he's going to be a perfect matchup for torn dorn where torn dorn go, goes so does nc state you know i think they really need him you know i know markel is obviously the engine but you know torn dorn actually puts the ball in the basket so I yeah. think he's a perfect matchup for Torndor. Do you want David we could Scott. we could take a break and just I can read down the, the list for you because I think sure. this is kind yeah, of a Yeah, who joke. were who were the Hunter, ACC? Hunter defensive player of the year. ACC defensive uh, team. Uh Trey Jones, Zion Williamson. I agree with all those three. Yeah. I agree. Um, those three yeah. Agree. Elijah Thomas is fourth. <laughs> <laughs> like are you kidding me? He's that had an incredible year. Dumb. I was going to say I I don't see anything uh, wrong Scara, with Scar Scar is the better defender. I think you're you're, you're all on defender. the money. He's yeah. the better defender. He's the best defender on the team. Yeah. Like it, it's not even close. <laughs> Who's so the fifth? Oh, Guthrie's is personally James offended. James I've never Bass. seen him more upset in my Let's be honest. Guthrie has something against Elijah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely do. I Elijah Thomas is the beginning of the time. He's a little flashier defender, so he's going to get the votes. You know, and he has been great. He's about James Banks the third? Is he a flashy defender, or do you think everyone just gathered together and like, hey? Guys, Georgia Tech was really good uh, defensively this year. I'm looking at their numbers. Which player should we give it to? Yes, and then the latter. All the you know writers just get, kind of gathered. They had a big text thread, and somebody so wait, said, was oh, James why not Banks? James Banks? Banks? He's the fifth. He's the, the fifth. fifth. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, you know, he's been. He's... He got 29 votes. Yeah. Wow. Not, 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 I, not a resounding majority right there. Recently, he's been very good. Yeah. And I see the. The logic being Georgia Tech is a great defensive team, and you have to throw some. You have to yeah, reward you gotta, that yeah, somehow. You honor that somehow. Well, anyway, Scar should have been on there. Sorry, yeah, David. No question. And then the final members of the Kenny Williams Symphony got really bad, and mm. that was today in sports. Let's move on. Well, well, there's that one quote from R.J. Barrett where uh, I guess Kenny Williams approached him after the North Carolina game, and he said. Uh, Kenny, Kenny pulls like Kenny aside. I'm doing my R.J. Barrett impressions. Kenny, that Kenny, is, that's what he gotta, sounds like. You gotta, yep. you gotta teach me how to defend like you. Yeah, I want to be able to defend like you one day. 
That's this is a quote from Kenny yeah. Williams. He's gonna work out with them in the summer or something. I, you know, who knows? But I guess they're gonna wow. be doing drills in Miami together next to LeBron. <laughs> what an awful story! <laughs> <laughs> it's not a story; it's a direct quote. Like these things happen. These things happen. You know, that's why you should never do handshake shake lines. I, you know, I kind of feel like Kenny Williams has had defensively not as great a year, and in general, maybe as he has in previous years. I kind of. F- Feel like yeah. it was a down year for him. Still a great defender, but yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. He was pretty good in the Duke game, you have to admit. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know. Should we take this time to give our grievances over the All-ACC selections? Why not? What a great segue. Since we have gone over every single game that's in concrete. Yeah, now, those mm-hmm. are those are the nice concrete first round pause, games. a little you know, yeah. intermission. A little interlude. Interlude. I was fine with the first team. I mean, I could see a case for Blackshear. Sure. So who who's the first team? Can you read it for me? Your player of the year is Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. Mm. He plays for the Duke Blue Devils. Mm. Heard of him. Heard Ken Palm on the way in here today. Very upset about that. DeAndre that he, Hunter. That he's a player of the year. Really? Why? He's still in his top 10. Uh, wait, what? He's still in his top oh, 10. Oh, I know, but he he's just upset that nobody is, Ken, that is, close friend of the podcast, upset that nobody is uh, taking into account his six games missed. Not yeah. really, not really in the conversation. The question becomes: How many games did Zion have to miss in order to That's so strange, not be considered he's a for player of the possession year. basis? Kind of a guy. Also, DeAndre Hunter, representing the University of Virginia, gets on. He actually he's third in the voting. I'm sorry, I should have gone in order. R.J. Barrett. He also plays for the Duke Blue Devils. If you're interested, mm. he gets in. Wind? You mean wind? Yes, wind. <laughs> Earth is number three. DeAndre Hunter. <laughs> Water is number four, Cameron Johnson. Yes. And then Kyle Guy is the fire. fifth selection. Oh, yeah. There's your fire. It yeah, kind of fits. It kind of is like he Wheeler. Kind of is fire, yeah. Wheeler was the name of the guy in Captain Planet. Oh, is, was he fire? Yeah. Oh, you looked that up? No, I just have a deep knowledge of Captain Planet that you, with your segments, do well, not have. I'm sorry. Here's your you know, I, think the cap- I know the real names. They're not just the elements. To I think me, the okay? Captain Planet uh, segue. I could run down their names. Really. I think the Captain Planet segue turned into trash tag by the way you know, very popular <laughs> social right. movie so you know Blackshear was way down on the second team he was the last person selected to the second team if we're looking at a no vote way. basis I'm yeah. happy you got Luke in May I'm happy you got in Luke leader May of the second team voting with 220 votes from the first team that's can ludicrous. you believe that yeah. I mean that is yeah. that's a travesty it means people don't watch basketball Kai Bowman should not be that number two on the second happy, team happy no to way. see him there nobody's happier for Kai than I am uh, I would have put War on my second team above Kai Bowman. Ty Jerome on the too. second team as well. Kobe White and then Kerry Blackshear. That's mm. the order of how they finished in the voting. Mm. 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 Yeah, I mean, I think that all seems right to me. Those seem like the 10 best players in the ACC. Sure. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't have a lot to take away. Marquise Reed yeah. does not make first team. or second team. Honorable team. mention? They have a third team? Yeah. It's not just honorable Jordan mention. Jordan Mora, Marquise Reed, Tyus Battle, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and John Mooney. John Mooney. Mooney. Cobb Kelly gets honorable mention. I would have bumped him at least to the third team. Mm. I assume he won six man. He did win six man. Yeah. So I think everybody was just like, yeah, okay, give him six man later. Okay. Well, that's Trey all the, Jones making that's all honorable important. mention. What? That's important information for those people that haven't been watching the ACC all year. Those are your premier players. How about Cam Reddish? Uh, yeah, I don't think he deserved he to make honorable any of those mention. Teams. So that's oh, pretty much fourth team. Wow. Wow. That's um. That's, that's okay. That's I feel tough. vindicated. That's tough. I I don't know. I don't know if he should have been on there. To be honest with you, I mean, he was on the floor for the best team in the country for a 
a period of time. ACC but, Coach of the Year is Tony Bennett. I probably would have gone for he Chris He was Mack. ACC Coach of the Year, Tony yeah, Bennett? Generally, the, the team who wins gets ACC Coach of the Year. I don't know oh. if you're familiar with this. Final no, final. I'm not. Okay. Are you a voting member? No, I didn't drive down to Charlotte this year. But if you want oh. to sponsor me in a hotel and um, pay my gas money, I will get a vote next year. Oh. Do you want to do that? That's all it takes? My, you know, I will do just show up. Yeah. You know, this 90% of life. Oh, no. It's <laughs> and not ACC that hard. voting. I, I, I could get you a vote, probably. Yeah, I was about to say, can I get a vote? Can I get a <laughs> Can I get a vote and a press pass for next year's tournament? Um, it's a real question that yeah. we will resolve in the next 290 sure. days or however long it takes. <laughs> we'll, yeah. talk. we'll talk about it. We'll figure something out. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, look, hotel hotel room and gas money, dude, I got that for a vote. Word. Yeah, why not? Let's yeah, you're going to get a player of the year for uh, Nick Popovich <laughs> and you give me a vote. <laughs> well, if I was down there, I would have given out my top four, which did actually come true. Top three, I should say. Virginia won. Carolina 2, Duke 3, Syracuse 4. You led me astray, I think, with Syracuse. I blame mm. you. Yeah, well, anyway. whatever. One person actually did vote Kai Bowman for Player of the Year. Really? Yeah, one single vote. Wow. Wow. So there you go, Taylor. Somebody made the trip down from Boston. <laughs> I mean, JetBlue direct flights are really yeah, good. Really? Yeah. You got to get them at seven, seven, eight, seven. What is it? An M three or so whatever? Which was the one that was Luke May preseason Player of the Year? Yes, he I was. Think so, yeah. No. yeah, he was. Yeah. I would have left him off the second team. Well, I left Zion off my preseason first team. I had RJ on there. Mm. Yeah, he was that RJ was the consensus preseason pick. player of the year. No. Oh. So who does Duke play potentially in the first round? I guess they, in the second it's going to be there. Let's go there right now. Let's take a look at the bracket, gentlemen. Well, yeah, I guess they wouldn't play until the double bye. So let's go to the to the second round of the ACC tournament. So and then we've already we've already previewed the first game, right. the NC State Clemson game, right? So who is the who is the, half the matchup of the first game you, of the second round? Your two p.m. game on Wednesday will be the winner of Miami Wake Forest versus Virginia Tech versus Virginia Tech. So do we believe anybody, whether it's Miami or Wake Forest, has the potential to compete with this this great Virginia Tech Hokie team? No. I'll take them to cover the spread. Maybe. Virginia Tech? No, the other team. Maybe. Uh, the other team. Maybe. The Children's Run. <laughs> the Children's Run, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I would say no. I think Virginia no. Tech has been too consistent and too good, even without Justin Robinson. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. really been a surprise for me to see Alexander Walker kind of step into the role of primary ball handler in over half of their possessions. He's gotten a lot better than when he first started. That's yeah, true, for sure. I, I think it's been uh, pretty impressive. So I think Virginia Tech actually might be the most consistent team in the conference. And I would take I would take Tech no matter the points in this first-round matchup for them. And we should say that Robinson is not expected to be back for any of the ACC tournament at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Right. Sad for him. Mm. Sad for him. Anyways, got yeah. three thoughts? I, I also like uh, Virginia Tech. Um I don't see any scenario in which Miami wins or Wake Forest for that matter, but we already know that Danny Manning <laughs> is packing his bags, headed to the Bahamas. The only thing that could stop Virginia Tech from advancing to play Florida State is Children's Magic. That's all I'll say. Mm. Next, let's go to Georgia Tech or Notre Dame taking on the Louisville Cardinals who have been playing. You know, I I think I gave up on this team a little bit too early. I thought that they were just melting after the Duke loss, after the you know Virginia second half at the Yum Center, after they looked really shaky against Clemson, almost lost that game in crunch time where they had the healthy lead, and then they really showed some life the last 
couple of games of the season with that big win over who'd they get mike who you really liked them against was it notre dame i believe yes it was a perfect matchup for them mm-hmm. yes when they were nine point favorites and they throttled notre dame and then they really made virginia dig deep back on saturday i was very impressed with how they showed in that one yeah so. yeah they played well in that game um so assuming that it's let's say georgia tech i mean who who do you guys like louisville louisville it's just a matter of how many points yeah no question in my mind yeah I actually think it's kind of a toss-up. You know, I think if they play Notre Dame, I think that they'll they'll do the same thing they did to them earlier in the year, which is bother their jump shooters. Um, but I think if it's a Georgia Tech matchup, I actually think that presents a series of challenges for for Louisville. I think Louisville can get a little ugly sometimes, um, and they actually played. Georgia Tech earlier in the year. They won by mm-hmm. 18. They did. And no, they won by 28. They won by more than that. Yeah. And Louisville, actually, I, re- I went and rewatched this game before the podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's on, baby. Love it. It's, it's on. on, baby. It's March. I rewatched <laughs> a mid February game between Louisville and Georgia Tech. Louisville actually opened that game on a 39 to 8 run. It was, yeah. I mean, uh, you know. Georgia Tech was lucky to get to double digits before halftime. Um, but that was actually a different Jordan War in that game. I think he had like 20 in the first half alone. And he just couldn't miss. And, you know, I'll be honest, you know, even though Jordan made the second team All-ACC team, you know, he was headed for first team All-ACC at one point. I think he's in the second half of the ACC play. I think he's really struggled. I, he's not the same Jordan War that we saw earlier in the year. So, I, you know, I don't think that, Louisville could miss in that first matchup. So if it's not Notre Dame and it is Georgia Tech, like we're kind of leaning, I think this could be a problem for Louisville. I, that being said, I think if they get past this game, I think they'll do real damage in the tournament. But well, I think um, they also found. I like Georgia Tech to cover here if they're playing. Looking at this game, watching it in person, when talking to press row with my good friend who once appeared on this podcast, Chris Wright, he was he and I were going back and forth about how Louisville was implementing Iverson cuts more recently, mm, yeah, with Cunningham, and it really was causing a lot of problems. So I want to see if that reappears. Because I think you could do that against the zone that Georgia Tech's going to play if they're playing Georgia Tech. I still right. think that works. Because you know how they have that that awkward man in the middle? So you could just screen that guy. Right. I, I don't Wait, know. Can you walk, can you walk our listeners through what an Iverson cut is? Can uh, you, can I think the it? best way to do it is is to go on YouTube. But if you, you have somebody who has a certain amount of speed mm-hmm. and athleticism, generally a guard, for example, you know, Allen Iverson, or yeah. Kristen Cunningham. Who is mm-hmm. super quick. Yeah, Cunningham is and super you start quick. him practically in the vicinity of a corner, okay, right. on the courts. Maybe not quite all the way to the corner, but just in front of the bench. Mm-hmm. And then you have it's a simple cut, and it's not qu- it's not quite to the three point line. It's just uh, drawing a little bit of an arc. But there's a screener who comes into the middle to pick up your chaser. Right, right. And then it's an off ball movement, and then. You receive and then the you ball. receive it you, near so, the top of the exactly. key or at the elbow extended. And then generally yeah. there's a mid-range jump shot or or, or immediately go to the basket. Right, right, yeah. right. Oh, thank you, so thank you for that. Yeah, which the Iverson cut is being implemented everywhere. You know, it's actually you know besides like horns, it's like horns and Iverson cuts. I mean, that's all that a lot of people are running right now. So it's actually very useful for me to hear you explain that. But and, yeah, I, I think that that could that could play well for Cunningham can, especially. If you can get Cunningham past the first defender, he's been deadly. He has a you know, top 75 assist rate in the nation, too. Mm-hmm. Not just, he's not just scoring there, he's facilitating there, disrupting the defense. So, right. yeah, great observation from our friend 
Yeah. You're right. So very good. Him a good shout for out. you for picking up little nuggets out there and press row. That's what you do. I assume that you, you just the drink the whole time, like in some flask. What, Pepsi? I, yeah, I don't know. I just assume because it's press people that you know you just have like some little like paper notebook butts, in your you know. pocket, like you still are allowed to smoke in the arena, like it's a mm-hmm. smoking section. You just are just a degenerate drunk. I say hey to <laughs> I say hey to Luke at the games. Yeah, Walk see, past Press Row, and he's doing exactly that. It must <laughs> chain smoking Marlboro Reds. It must be a little bit more difficult for you to to be locked in when you're watching in person because you're holding children, you're looking for cabman, exactly, <laughs> looking for mascots. Important. Oh, really enjoyed the mascot game when I was down in Greensboro for the women's tournament. But fantastic, the Miami Hurricane mascot had the best game of anybody. But I digress. Do they have all male cheerleaders for women's basketball games? Maybe why, they should. Why, why would they do that? I don't know. You're why very. Not? You are very woke. I, I've always I, I, said that about I you. Been, I haven't been to a women's game in quite some time. I was a huge fan in eighth grade. I haven't been since. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, there's. I'm in on Louisville. Yeah, me too. There's no way that Louisville loses to either of these teams. I know that everybody talks about how the back half of their season has been kind of a slide, but we always knew that the back half of their ACC schedule was much harder. It was brutal. And if you look at the teams that they lost to, it's they picked up a win against Virginia Tech. Lost to North Carolina, Florida State, Duke, Virginia, Syracuse. Dropped one to Boston College, not great, and then lost to Virginia again. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a none of those losses are are embarrassing. I mean, the mm-hmm. overtime loss to Florida State; those are all tough losses. Right. I uh, like how Mike's trying to pay attention to you, but he's also watching Pepperdine Gonzaga out of the corner of his eye. <laughs> I love Pepperdine that. plus twenty three. How do you not love them? <laughs> <laughs> no, th- those are all good points. I'm amazed that no, those are very good. Just points. to be clear, you're not reading the line. You no. knew that off the top of your head. Yes, that's fantastic. Twenty two and a half, actually. Last time I checked. <laughs> awesome, Guthrie. What Dropping. do you think? March baby, uh, Louisville. Doesn't matter who who makes it through. Yeah. I like I like Louisville to advance yeah. to probably cover. Okay, all right. Syracuse seems like a team who, you know, there's upset potential when they're involved in a game, but they're playing the two teams I really really don't like, and that's Boston College and Pitt. Mm. So I mean, did any of y'all want to get creative with this? No, because I'm not going to. Oh, mm. so I I actually put in the time. And rewatched Syracuse Boston College. Okay. And oh, uh, which one? The first game or the second game? Uh, I think it must have been the second game. The one that was at Boston College. Well, that was, was the first at, game. No, it was at Syracuse. I and this is so, the note I yeah. took. Rewatching Syracuse makes me realize this was the worst college basketball game I've ever seen. Period. Four minutes into the game, the score was four to one. Don't worry, Guthrie and I lost this one. <laughs> this was when Kai Bowman was suspended for the under four. No, uh, the, the yeah, under yeah, sixteen. Yeah. Up until the under sixteen. Yeah, he was the suspended. best is Kai Bowman was suspended. He's just sitting on the bench with like his bright, like highlighter yellow shoes, just like sitting there, like looking defeated, shoulders slumped. Um, yeah, it was that game of basketball was terrible. Just terrible stuff. Yeah. Um, we had a Tyus battle travel, which was he jumped and he just landed. Yeah, transition. that's right. That's right. You must, you must have had money on that. Um, <laughs> there's no way you watch that by your own 100% free will. 100% Mike. <laughs> 100%. Um, Buddy Beheim had 16 points on seven shots oh, We remember. Shots that night. I remember this oh, one. He shot very well in the first half. <laughs> I don't remember many things about uh, the Syracuse team, but yeah. oof, that, that one, game was that, that one, game was tough to watch. Yeah. So 
bless you all for watching that. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so assuming this is a uh, rematch or something similar, maybe it's Pitt, whatever. You guys like Syracuse? Yes, here? I do. Uh, 100%. And you think it's going to be Pitt? Yeah, I think it's going to be Pitt, and I, I would like Pitt to cover. I assume it would be like a 10-point spread I for Syracuse. I think it would be at least. Um, so if it, if it were that high, I just, man, Ty's battle on a long road to nowhere, my friend. He mm. is just, he's not hes not playing well right now. Frank Howard is worse. O'Shea Brissett stepping it up a bit. What about um, Hughes? What's that? What do you think about Hughes? Hughes? Oh, Elijah, Elijah Hughes. Hughes. He's also disappeared recently. I, you know, over the past four or five games, you know, he, he's nowhere to be found. Um, so anyways, it's a team that's trending in the wrong direction, but yet a team that everybody loves to put in the tournament because of their, um, you know, outside of ACC wins. They do have some good wins. Including the selection committee. Year, yeah. Year after year. So, you know, it's yeah, just... Yeah, they're, they're for sure going to be in the tournament, yeah. I think. No, it's no just, question. I don't know. I'm, I want to pick them, but I don't think, uh, you know, Cuse Nation has to be... Uh, too excited about what this team is doing right now. I'm not going to pick against them in this game, but yes, I. they are suspect. I, I like them going through because it gives us two rubber matches in the bottom portion of the bracket. All right. Which I like. Who we got? So this is assuming... Why don't we just stay down here? Yeah, Let's stay down here. Syracuse, round. Duke, round three. And this brings us to the most controversial, the hottest take, the best one-liner perhaps of the podcast. Taylor brought it up on the group text earlier today. And he got a jaw drop out of all of us. Mm. And his question, is Zionless Duke the new line? Oh, that was a think mic drop it. from you by text. Hey, that was it. that was really good. Um yes. I actually I'm I'm in with you on this. So explain explain your uh, thought process. Uh they're just not as good without Zion. It was <laughs> I didn't really put that much thought into the text. Yeah, I mean they're uh, they're yeah. three and three in no, the last I mean, six. I actually and wait, wait, explain what the line is. Okay, so the line some... is the level at which you it would be considered an, below the line, the teams that if you lost to them, they would be considered an embarrassing loss. Bad loss, bad for your resume. Above the line, you lose to them, it's considered okay. It's not embarrassing. It's right, fine. Right. I think I honestly would probably say no to this question, but I think they're a lot closer. I think they're just above it. I mean, they still have two super You're high. The man volume who still scooters. thinks NC State's the line though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm all in on NC State. But I I mean, I just I would say they're not the line, but I'd say they're definitely r- almost right above it. They lose so much and the thing that in their latest game, the loss to UNC, the thing that impressed me was UNC's on-ball defense was better than Duke's, like a lot better. I thought actually both teams had a pretty good defensive game, but I think I think for all of like the you know, talk about Duke's defense without Zion, they just UNC got out in transition. Duke still tried to switch on everything, and UNC got lots of open buckets off that. Uh, and they and he, and they got their points in ISO, like penetrating. But UNC stayed in front of them and made them take a lot of tough shots and played into their worst impulses. Where like Cam Reddish, yeah, goes three of five from three points in the first half, and then goes zero for seven in from three point range mm-hmm. in the second half. So and they're just jacking up like long that. ones. It, yeah, it's just I loved it. It and it's like they are forcing Duke to make bad decisions and Duke is just willingly making those bad decisions and I'm not saying that like that's just a function of NC State playing great on ball defense mm. um, and I it just oh you mean at UNC yeah UNC yeah you want to say NC State, State. Yeah, oh, it's, it's it's just, it runs, there. Yeah. little little wishful thinking <laughs> yeah, but yeah 
it was yeah. it was UNC. Uh, um, so I mean, in this matchup against Syracuse, I mean potential Syracuse. Duke, right. Let's assume that they're both there. Guthrie. I mean, I assume that you watched that first matchup. Yep. Um, <laughs> very very closely. So yep. we are um, assuming Zion does not come back for this game. Um, I think we. I, I he's probably, mixed reports. Correct. He, he is currently probable. probable. I would be so, so surprised if he comes back. Okay. Yeah. Like, given that's, all that of seems the, to be the all story. of the like mystery and smoke screens and and let's be honest, bullshit that's coming out of K. <laughs> like he is not he is not coming back. I don't think there's a chance he comes back. Period. Yeah, you convinced for the, me. <laughs> smoke screens and mysteries. And <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah, it's true. And, okay, let's be honest. The Bolden injury is going to be bigger, oh, yeah. a bigger deal than people are making. I out agree. Of it. I he's agree. Playing, they had he's two games exceptionally well. Yeah, because yeah, he's an ACC basketball player, and guess who's not? Jack White. Delorier. Jack White. No. <laughs> Jack White's. Alex O'Connell, who O'Connell I feel bad for O'Connell every time he comes in the game. The announcers say something like, "And O'Connell in there for his ability to make shots," and then he promptly like bricks the three shots in a row. And I'm just like, like I, "There's a lot of backboard." I think he was zero for four team. in the UNC yeah. game, and I'm just like, "Oh." Uh, so Guthrie, get get back to get back. Give me some more. Yeah. Give me some more thoughts on. So Syracuse I think Duke. the like the compelling reason why uh, Duke will will beat cues in this rubber match is that they can like absolutely crush the boards mm. which is you know it's it's a weakness of the zone um they did it really well in their in their one win at the dome mm-hmm. but i mean no bolden no zion presumably i are you are you going to tell me that jack white is going to dominate the boards like i, I delorier i guess yeah, he's a great rebounder. Delorier is, but he's more he's one man. Yeah, he's and, you one know, man. Team defense or team rebounding is, is a thing, you know. Um, I don't buy it. And I think be- I, I think Q's not only covers but they win. Mm. And they're reliant on Duke is reliant on two two high volume shooters. Absolutely. Who, do their best when they get downhill going into the lane. And that mm-hmm. zone is designed to get you, funnel you right there and just trap you and have you go nowhere, take a really bad contested yeah. long two. Yeah. Or shoot over the top and when you're not a good shooting team. The thing, the thing that like is really apparent if you watch the Duke-UNC game, this, the second game that just happened, is that, that Barrett just has the ultimate green light. So if he doesn't, if the offense is stagnating, he's going to shoot it. And it's going to be some terrible, like, off balance three pointer or mm-hmm. runner in the lane where he's like off of his right foot or something, and it's going to be a brick. Mm-hmm. And that 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 kind of shot is what Syracuse makes. They its, live on that. Yeah, right. absolutely. Make, they make their living on that. I'm a little concerned about uh, Syracuse's ability to score on Duke's defense, only because even though I, you know, I think Duke's defense has taken a big drop, but I have, the Syracuse offense know, is it doesn't make you work. It's not going to make the Duke team switch all the time. It's going to, it's kind of the same with Duke. It's like guys who are not great three point shooters shooting contested threes Mm -hmm. with a bad shot selection. And it's a little worrisome against the Duke team who still has lots of great individual defenders. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about Syracuse scoring on any defense, right? Not much less Duke. So I don't know if that's a huge needle turner. Also from game number two, I thought Syracuse was in a decent position to win that game at halftime, but then Alex O'Connell actually caught some fire, and that really hurt them. So I think Duke's going to have to hit some perimeter shots, and maybe K.O. Reddish can step up and do the deed. But I like where Guthrie's head's at. However, I will just say this. I think that since there's a potential that Zion could play, I, I would have to go with Duke in the end. But here's the case for him not playing in this game. Do you really want him to play three in a row coming back from injury? 
Right. Right. That would be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, presumably, if you beat North Carolina. Because you beat Syracuse, you're going to play them against North Carolina, right? Or else the entire world will erupt, unless they make up something, right? Mm-hmm. Which they could. Save them yeah. save for the Who NCAA knows. tournament. Yeah, and if you beat North Carolina, what are you going to say about the title game? No. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think they might sit them for Syracuse. Or play uh, limited, yeah, you know, that's a good point. Minutes. You talk about the, the bullshit that Coach K is throwing out. Mm-hmm. He's probable mm-hmm. for the ACC tournament. He's not probable for the Syracuse game. Exactly. Or the for the first round game. Even. Yeah. So, you know? even if he sits out and they lose the Syracuse game, it's not the end of the world. I mean, they can you know, still fall back on the excuse. If they win it, then he comes back against North Carolina, and then he could play two in a row, and maybe you win a title. Just I like a thought. I, like I, I That's a good take. I think Duke is more vulnerable than people recognize a lot of people recognize here and I'm really tempted to take Syracuse against the spread but I, I don't know if I'm brave enough to take them straight I'll take them against win. the spread if they're getting what seven oh uh, yeah I, I would yeah. say that'd be that'd be a right yeah. number I'll do that Five it might seven. even be more because they finished out pretty poorly in the and, regular season it so might be the other thing if we're if we're talking straight gambling uh Duke's unders are cashing like absolute crazy this season and <laughs> Syracuse is like well, like we've been talking about. I think Syracuse's defense is going to have a great time in this game. So mm-hmm. you, I think, I think the under is the play, like right. even more than spread either for either team. Yeah, yeah. So depending like on that. what that is, if it's in like the mid one thirties, high one thirties, I love the under. Hmm. I like it. Good take. So what? Are, what's the other part of the bracket? North Carolina Louisville part three. Part Rubber three. Match Perfect again. storm for Louisville. I like Louisville here. My my buddy, I have this. I always refer to this one UNC fan who you know badgers me over text message. Um, he says I'm gonna go against UNC until they you know all the way to the Final Four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, for, to be fair, I did switch to UNC winning uh, the ACC about five five or six weeks ago. But still, still, I planted I, that seed in your mind. Y- that was my fault. Yeah, I planted. Yeah, it. I. Let me say, I like the again. I like the Louisville matchup for UNC. They beat them by twenty on the road. Um, you know, that's the game I'm going to choose to focus on. I, I think yeah. Louisville is actually playing very well right now. Um, I agree. You know, if they can manage to uh, get by. Who would it be? Georgia Tech, I guess. Um, you know, I like Louisville's ability here to uh, to um, surprise people and get the W against UNC. You will not get to see your UNC Duke matchup that you crave. Mm. Sorry. Sorry, I, ESPN. I want Louisville to do well, and I'm rooting for them, but UNC is just playing too well. It's just we're too good right now. I mean, mm. they're getting nothing out of Luke May and still having an awesome game from everybody you know, else. The, the game that everybody's – or the UNC's currently plus 350 to win the ACC tournament. People love that bet right now in Vegas. People just fighting over each other to wow. be able to yeah. get sure. to the ticket I, I window to bet that. that that's actually – I think terrific. That's yeah. a good value. Plus three fifty. Terrific they're, they're value. The third highest favorite. UVA is plus one twenty, and Duke is plus one seventy five. Mm. Wow. Here's when North Carolina can run into trouble when they have Seventh Woods going out of control down the lane. When they have Nasir Little involved in any kind of offense, just Wait, worries me. He hit that step back three for his first shot of the game against Duke, and then he was. You know how happy the UNC faithful oh was for that. They wanted <laughs> to be so good, so he badly. was so happy when he hit that shot. I've never seen the fan base I'm, wanting somebody to be this good so badly, yeah, and pretending that he's really, really good. They love they pretending do. he's good. They think he's just a game away from finding everything, but he's not going to find a jump shot. 
I'm sorry. telling you, he just needs to become Dennis Rodman. I just agree. find his Carmen Electra. Yeah, I, I do like that. Hey, you know, his Kim Jong Il. Yeah, he puts a little surgical mask over Kobe Dude. White. You know, that could be his Carmen Electra. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Kobe White has been playing fantastic. Yeah. Man, I, Nobody, I mean, Kobe White owns Duke after I really want to take he had a bad game, this game too, but. I like Louisville, man. Louisville money line. You probably get plus four hundred there. I'll take him to cover. Oh man, I just hate chalk in this tournament like this. It's I'll disappointing. You, know you want to yeah, see some that's why, they that's... stumble. North Carolina stumbles. Give me so, Louisville. Yeah. Um, so Jaffe, you're right <laughs> in that we're not going to get the North Carolina Duke round three because mm-hmm. we're going to get North Carolina Syracuse. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be the upset. North Carolina is not losing again this season. Ooh. Wow. Wow. You heard Whoa. it here first. Shock Sorry, value. I just had to react. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't say, shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down. No, no one under- understands what that means. Currently Very 14, clear. Currently 14 to 1 in Las Vegas. There's value. I think that's pretty we good value. Done a, well, I mean, they were 16 to 1 last time we yes. recorded. Man, we're just really? driving things down. Yeah, we are. You're right. Yeah. Might be down to twelve by the time we by the time this posts, you know. Depending on what the line is, I might like Louisville, but I mean, I think UNC wins for sure. I mean, we're okay. split on that one. Let's go to Florida State, Virginia Tech, which I really do think is going to be the matchup, no matter what. A rematch of the penultimate game of the regular season between these two, which was really wonky. Virginia Tech got out to an early double-digit lead, mm-hmm. and then Florida State clawed its way back, had a crunch time lead, and then it went to overtime, and then Florida State dominated overtime. Mm. Mm. So who you got in this one? Did you see enough in that in that game to say, look, Florida State carries it wire to wire in this one? <clears throat> I'm not confident in Florida State carrying anything wire to wire. I think they trail in the first <laughs> half pretty much every time I turn on a Knowles game. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah, they're not. They don't come out of the gates, uh, which used to be Virginia you know, Tech's fire. thing. Well, actually, I mean, mid to mid ACC schedule, they actually came out of the gates well on the road on a few games. I think it's at home that they just are never locked in at the beginning. Because, mm. I mean, let's track back to that Clemson game. You love Clemson so much. I watched that start to finish just because you said Clemson. Mm-hmm. And they annihilated Clemson in that mm-hmm. game, start to finish. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple times where they have come out like gangbusters. Right, right. Now, first, for the record, that was a terrible matchup for Clemson. Okay? It's not Clemson's fault. They were put in a bad position. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As in they were the worst team. Um, um, so I think Virginia Tech is, the, I've said it this entire year, I think they're the taking care of business team, but I don't really think they too much of a punch above their weight team. Okay. All right. And I know they have the Duke win, but Duke might be the new line, right? Right, Ooh. right, right. So so, so you're saying, going Florida State. I am going to go Florida State. All right. On a pick them. I. I'm going to go with Virginia Tech here. Uh, I, I'm i excited for the game. I think it's going to be really exciting, just like the most recent matchup. Mm-hmm. I just think everything – that game for Florida State was at home. Everything went the way it could for them. If you look at like the numbers, they only had seven turnovers in the game. Virginia Tech is a team that turns you over a lot. Uh, and Virginia Tech turned it over 14 times. Um, and they sh- Virginia Tech shot from three 29%, which is not – that's not them. The Florida State defense, that's what they do. But I think Virginia Tech can be better than that. And even even coming off a game just the day before, I like Virginia Tech here. Hmm. Got three? Yeah. Give me the Hokies. 
<laughs> you know, I, I just thought of something. Can I change my pick? Sure. I'm changing my pick. Do it. Join it do, us. It, do, it doesn't matter until you get up to the window. This, so. <laughs> this Florida State team is a Leonard Hamilton coach team. That's exactly why I'm changing it. I'm saying this he is the second foul. game of the season. Buzz will make adjustments. Leonard will not. And I think that just you go with the better coach in this team when it's practically a coin flip, right? So I, I do think there's something to be said about when Buzz Williams plays a team a second time. And I think there's a lot of evidence on this. We can go throughout the course of this year. We can track back to last year. That you know, the second time they see a team, they they play much better. So and plus, this is Buzz's audition for the Texas job. I, right? I was yeah, just about, about to say. To say yeah. so, I was just side tangent. Is Buzz Williams going to move in the off season? I think there is a seventy percent chance he ends up in Austin. Twenty twenty percent he ends up in L.A. Polly. Wow. Yeah. Going to no UC, way. Going to the Bruins. I'm taking the Virginia Tech Hokies guys. Yeah. I'm with you three. I'm with okay. you two. Well, you know where that leaves me firmly. I think that Florida State is going to just face rock Virginia Tech in this game. Oh, that wow. that first game, I, I think that the first 15 minutes <laughs> face rock. <Yeah. laughs> um, I think the first 15 minutes Virginia Tech was lucky to have a lead. I think Florida State's a great matchup for Virginia Tech. I think they do everything they need to do. Taylor was right in that they limited Virginia Tech's three-point shooting and but you know what that was exactly what Florida State does. So, yeah, I, they're too much. And I you know, I just don't like I don't like Virginia Tech in this matchup. So, give me Florida State. Okay, fair enough. I think well, it's been 51 minutes and we haven't talked about your number 1 seed in the ACC tournament. I think it's time. Huh, it's time. The Virginia Cavs team who went 28 and 2. I never thought I'd see it the rest of my life. After last season, 28 and 2, I said that's irreplicable. Can't do it. But it happened. Mm. Again. Mm. I think that's significant. They're pretty good. Yeah. They're Turns pretty out. good. Turns out. Turns out they're kind of okay. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Next slide. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get excited about it too, but I mean, I've already said they're going to win the national championship like five times on this podcast. But you're taking Clemson over them in game one. No, I can't. Aww. I can't. No, I know. I I think Clemson does give them a good fight here because I do, I do like who Clemson is as a team or whoever they end up matching up. I with. think but Clemson might Virginia cover just gonna, from the fact that Tony Virginia Bennett loves Brad Brownell so much that he might just you know yeah throw ease, a bone, ease off the accelerator, try to maybe get him in. Uh, not why well, I guess he can't get it. Well, yeah, he can get into the tournament if they win that game. Oh, for if they sure. They win the NC State game. Yeah, they'll, they'll be in. Yeah. Okay. I think so, so yeah, great. Yeah, they'll be in. Who do you like, Guthrie? Uh, UVA uh, versus the world. Yeah, I mean, Virginia. Yeah. Virginia's going to win. They're going to cover. Can't pick against them. Next round. Yeah, you can't pick against them. They're the hottest yeah, team in the country are, right they now. They are uh, quite good yeah. against the spread. They're pretty yeah. good yeah. at basketball and, and cover. Right, so who would they play next? Let's assume that they are into the semifinals. The winner of Florida State, Virginia Tech. Okay. That's, so your, that's your top State half of the bracket. Virginia Tech. And let's so. talk about the biggest shift from Virginia, which I, I'm seeing. The biggest shift? Yes. Okay. It's the second half. The right lineups are playing. Okay. In second halves. Jay Huff is getting a lot more run. In the second half. Right. That's significant. Because when he's on the floor, you can't guard Virginia, really. With the big three and either Diakite or Braxton Key, depending. Braxton Key still doesn't know how to finish at the rim, which is really one of the interesting Virginia subplots of the season, which I find fascinating. But... Good shooter. I, I don't know. Um... You know, I worry about Clark. Yeah, Kihei. Kihei. Yeah. A little small. 
but he hasn't really been playing a lot in the second half. So he's been getting the majority of his minutes in the first half. So he's still providing value, I guess, heating the ball up and frustrating some players. But in the second half, I think they've sort of figured out the rotation. That's hmm. why I think they've been playing better. Just a tangent. Next okay. game. All right. So you are we, no matter who Virginia plays in that semifinal match, whether it's Virginia Tech or Florida State, you guys like them to win across yeah. the board? Absolutely. Yes, doesn't matter? Can't pick against them, no. Talk, I, talk, talk. I really Mike's wanted, waiting. Yeah. Uh, I really want to take the Hokies here. Um, Justin Robinson miraculously comes back, drops 30, but uh, I, I can't see Virginia losing to either team as mm. in their current state. Now, you guys... You guys have strong memories. When you think of games played against Florida State, does that evoke a a good memory in you, Guthrie? In Definitely not. I've been to your home once, and it was during a Virginia Florida State game. Your father wouldn't stop pacing. Oh yeah, your, your, yeah that was your, that was a painful experience. Your, your mother kept offering me food, and you demanded that we leave like with ten minutes left in the game. Um, no, whenever I hear Florida State. Michael Snare's face like flashes in my in my vision. It's forever seared in my memory. It's it's terrible. Yeah, yeah that is unfortunate. There's no Dwayne Bacon, there's no Malik Beasley. But I tell you, man, I think Florida State gives UVA all kinds of trouble in this game. I actually like them to take out UVA here. I like Florida State to be in the ACC championship game against who will it be? Take the Louisville German for you. Is it Louisville? Well, I don't know. It's more of an open question. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going straight chalk Virginia, North Carolina in the championship game. Mm. Yeah. I'm going, I would say Florida State Duke, and I like Duke to win it all. Wow. It's probably a good pick. I mean, assuming Z- I'm not as convinced as Luke was that Zion will actually come back for the semifinal game. Or okay. even before that. Or even, I, I think or even in the ACC tournament at all. I think he'll play the last two, semifinal and final. Well, okay. let me start That's the, completely different beast. Let me get to the top of the bracket. In the spirit of O'Carl White, where... Um, do you remember that from 2014, that episode? Is that a oh, Virginia? I, I pulled down Florida State's pants twice in the regular season. Oh. O'Carl White got all mad and said that they don't have anybody from the street who plays in their team and that we're going to wax them. And then they got obliterated. So I think that's what's going to happen. They got to they got annihilate it in the regular season because they, they do did. stupid stuff on offense. You remember and the I quote from don't... five years ago in a post game about like, <laughs> look, you... White is the O'Carroll White pregame you... press. Hatred I mean, runs deep, Mike. We all have our things. You know the line for like the last place team, the WCC. Luke knows the line from a presser hey, in 2014. Pepperdine is like, a fine program. Oh, that's that's a, Ian Miller was on that team. Oh, yeah, it's all started to come back. Oh, man, I don't know anything about the ACC until I started betting on it, which was like like eight years ago. Um, I I literally know nothing before it. Well, that would have been in the wheelhouse. Ah, So, anyways, kind of backed myself into a corner down in the bottom of the bracket. But, yeah, who do you see coming out to face Virginia in your case? I'm going to go say, I'm going to say Duke. Okay, Virginia Duke. Part draw, Trey. That goes against everything I stand for. (laughs) Because I've been on North Carolina all season long. But I'm shifting right here at the final minute because I just took Louisville over North Carolina. So I'm going to go Duke, Virginia is my final. Okay, great. Thank you very much. And Taylor's already on record as saying Virginia, North Carolina, and Guthrie. I also have 
Virginia making it to the final with North Carolina and North Carolina beating Virginia. Yes. Taylor, okay. are you going to differentiate or just go with the same one? Virginia wins. Guys, are we going to do a little, uh, Your ACC a champions, little, Virginia. little uh, degenerate action here between the four of us on this uh, tournament yeah, bracket? Yeah, a banquet? Yeah, we'll, we'll go back through and listen to this and then we'll settle up uh, first weekend of March Hold Madness. on, hold on, hold on. Why did we do this last year? Last year was one of us has to win or else we're, we're going to have to get t-shirts quick. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. When we offered a t-shirt to listeners. And I did it. I came through for the team. And that's, I, that's That was my reward. Right. Like delaying on the t-shirt give. Mm-hmm. Mm. We still Man. all got t-shirts. So who are you right. picking for the champion? I still haven't heard. Uh, I want to know. Wait, it's, I had Florida State Duke and then Duke winning it all. Okay. Yeah. So I Virginia and, over Duke. Virginia, okay. So we got two Virginias, a UNC, and a Duke. Mm-hmm. No one wants to pick outside the top three. No. Who no. Cowards. Who is All the most us. likely team, if you had to pick someone, who is the most likely team outside the big three to win the ACC Florida State. I mean, Florida State or Louisville. I mean, I would say Louisville, but they have an extra game. Yeah, they have to like play extra game. a couple, couple uh, tough teams with North Carolina, and, uh, assuming that Zion plays Duke. Louisville's better, I think, as a tournament team. But yeah, Florida State has, yeah. you know, they're playing Virginia Tech, not North Carolina, and they're first, you know. Yeah. Louisville's going to have to go through Duke and Carolina, or Carolina and Duke, we presume. Unless Guthrie's right and you know, Syracuse comes through. I'm looking back to 2012, speaking of Michael Snare and... <laughs> You're the you only know, one this, talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is all good for you. Someone brought up Michael Snare. <laughs> yeah, and this this Florida State team was terrific defensively. Mm. And I, I that you know, they just are structured similar similarly to this year's team. I, I can really see an argument for why Florida State will go the distance and in this tournament. How how did they finish in that twenty twelve team? Do you know off the top of your they head? They won the I tournament. Was, did they, they won the tournament. They won the, the, tournament? <gasps> they won the yeah. ACC tournament. This is yeah. it. That, yeah, that's, that's, is that's, it. What, I, that's what I'm saying. Is. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, so there's the a compelling tournament. argument I for that. I see. I see. Now it's all making sense. And then they lost in the second round in the NCAA tournament. Right. As the, you know, no, that sounds right for this team. That sounds perfectly right. Because everybody was out of myself included in the NCAA tournament. Lost to Cincy. In 2012? Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. That's our tournament preview. Yeah. That Let's was, go outside and take a look at other conference tournaments. This is going to be a long episode. I'm warning listeners. Ooh. I have still got more steam. And I know Michael does too. Yeah, yeah. Choo-choo. Let's go to the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> nice. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if that's what a train does. It runs off steam. Anyways, um, what other conference tournaments do you like, Luke? The Big ter- Ten tournament. I just mentioned it. So I think this has the biggest potential for a non-top four seed to win. So okay. somebody playing on March 14th to win. And okay. those options are Indiana, Ohio State, the winner of Rutgers, Nebraska, but I don't even know why I mentioned that because that team has no chance, whoever comes through. Maryland, Penn State, Minnesota, Iowa, or the winner of Illinois, Northwestern, who I'm also throwing out the mm. window. Okay. Actually, I I actually like Illinois to come out of that little side of the bracket to play Michigan. Mm. Illinois has been playing much, much better recently. So you have an Illinois-Michigan final? Illinois-Michigan no, in the that's, quarters. Um, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah I don't down. have the bracket in front yeah, of yeah. me. No, no, I mean, Michigan. so Michigan's the three seed. Oh, so okay, they, it's gotcha. it's kind of similarly structured in that the top four get double buys. Okay. How about this? What a nightmare first game for Michigan State, either playing Indiana, who swept them, or Ohio State, who, you know, eh, not yeah. great, but... Yeah, they. I was. St- That's not Ohio a good State first game for then Michigan they State. Lost Caleb Wesson. I don't. Yeah, think. the Wesson loss is is pretty big. Yeah, from what um, I understand, uh, Wesson was uh, 
visiting his friend Mary Jane and was asked to take a leave of absence until uh, the Big Ten tournament. Uh, that's what uh, that's what all the Ohio State message boards tell me. Um, anyways, um, it's a shame. This is 2019. Now, Luke, I know that you're a Penn State fan. I looked I'm it up before the pod. Sixty to one odds to win the Big Ten tournament. Do you take a flyer on Penn State? They beat Minnesota. They take care of Purdue. They beat the Michigan team, who they blew up by what twenty-five. There's game a path, one. and then Cake- they somehow pull off a shocker in the finals. Cakewalk. You don't even Let's need do to it. describe this. Those are all just- yeah. there. There's there's a path. There's can, a great path. There's a path. There's a path. I'm glad they're in this portion yeah, of the bracket. Exactly. Also, I'm you, glad you they're not Purdue, up top. It doesn't scare you in the Big Ten. Not a whole lot. No, that's the team you want to play. I think. So that's that's your tournament. That's your conference tournament that you're watching. Yeah. Yeah. That's one you're glued to. Yeah. What about you, Guthrie? I mean, do you have do you have a different conference tournament that you're kind of locked onto? Um, I think I'm going to have one eye on the SEC. See oh. uh, how how early in the tournament uh, LSU implodes. <laughs> um, now, let me ask you since since you bring up LSU, bigger loss: Will Wade or Javante Smart? Javante Smart, the player that was suspended mm-hmm. for you know taking not taking, I guess the great bleeping offer. Or Will Wade, um, their coach for the first 30 games of the year. Mm-hmm. Who, who's mm-hmm. the bigger loss for LSU? Uh, you got to go with Smart. Yeah. He's had a terrific year. Yes. I mean, I feel like the the reason LSU is having the year it's having, you know, you kind of call this what you will, but they are straight up talented. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason that Will Wade is, is involved in this madness. It's because he got the players to make this a good team. Yeah, that's right. So if smarts if smarts out, which actually is news to me, I don't I don't see how LSU can win this tournament. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was suspended alongside Wade just recently. I mean, so they suspended Wade first, and then mm-hmm. now Smart has been, um, I guess, placed on a leave of absence or whatever from the team. I, I'm going to agree with you that Smart's the bigger um, loss there for them, especially because I feel like the team itself is kind of a has a self sustaining strength. Obviously, they lost Wade Sims. In the offseason, who was um, shot and killed? I think that was a, obviously a galvanizing point for the team. Um, you know, they have guys like Skylar Mays and Tremont Waters who can kind of bring them together. But you know, Smart is a key cog in that. Uh, you know, that past ten games resurgence. So, mm-hmm. anyways, um, so you'll you'll be watching the SEC tournament. Yeah, Kentucky yeah. and Tennessee are your favorites at two to one each. I think um, LSU somewhere around ten to one now. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone else besides Tennessee and Kentucky that you? you want to see and LSU, I guess? Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm kind of, uh, I'm really hoping that Ole Miss passes Alabama and then they'll get a matchup with Kentucky. I think Ole Miss has the capacity to win this tournament. Mm. A lot um, of people are on Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah this is they, interesting. They, they, they were absolutely terrific, terrific against the spread the first, like, two-thirds of the season. Stumbled a little bit recently, but they just have some incredible shooters and mm-hmm. um they could make some noise nice i like that yeah. are you buying the auburn resurgence here you know just uh, down nope. tennessee no. not at all yeah not at all it's hard to rely on a three-point shooting team like that right so mm-hmm. i think they are going to set the ncaa record this year for most three-pointers made um per game in a season i, I don't think they get the overall record but i think they're averaging 11 made threes a game um, so like a team that's kind of like so shooting reliant. I, Mike, I don't know. as much as I like your facilitating right here, and it gives me a nice vacation, 
I want to know what you think about this tournament. What I think? Yeah. Come I mean, on. That's I, what the people want to hear. If, yeah. it, if it was, if let me tell you, if Nick Weatherspoon were still with Mississippi State, I would <laughs> be all over them. But he was just suspended indefinitely from their team. I think he was a huge loss for them. I think he gave them the side they the size they need to compete in the SEC tournament, uh, especially with so many talented players there. I, I, I'm old. Call me old fashioned, but I still like Kentucky, man. Mm. I, I think PJ Washington has been an absolute stud this year. I think heroes undressing by coach K actually had a very positive effect on him. Um, you know, I also my, his undressing by coach Cal. Oh, but what I say, Coach K? Yeah, Coach uh, K's was behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, no one knows about it, really. That's, it. <laughs> that's on the DL. Well, he went into the Kentucky locker room after game one of the year. Yeah. But did he really? Literally. Oh, literally. Oh, 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 we know it. Remember when he went into the... Turn everything. What, what locker room did they go into when they survived or, uh, an or early scare in the NCAA tournament against a double-digit seed? Do you remember this? Vaguely. Um, it wasn't Mercer because Mercer won, right? Yeah, but he also went into the locker room then. That's the one I was thinking oh. of. Mm. Oh. He, he went into, into the locker room and was like, congratulations. Like oh, did he? That's a very good coach game. You beat a very good team. <laughs> That's his own team? Thing. Yeah, exactly. of course. Yeah. He's talking about his own team. <laughs> team that lost. Yeah. Anyways, no, yeah. No, call me old-fashioned. I like really Coach K, man. Kelvin, even though Kelvin really Johnson's good. been slipping recently. But but anyways. All right, so we got one person watching the Big Ten, and this, and this is important so we can form our captain planet of gambling for the first weekend of the tournament. Mm, I'm going to go Big Ten tournament. Who's got the Big 12? I think, I think that's, that's Mr. Taylor Pilkington. He's going to sign the Let me say one thing about the Big 12 before I let you head the floor. You're going to hate all my picks on the it's Big okay. 12. It's okay. I'll tell you something. About a month ago, I said I don't think any Big 12 team ends up in the Elite Eight. I'm backtracking on that. And as many of you know out there and everybody in this room, I'm a man of faith. I know. I, I like to wear that on my sleeve. But something I've been really struggling with recently is, you know, there's a commandment, don't covet thy neighbor's ex, okay? I've been coveting Guthrie's Texas Tech mm. national title ticket that he has in hand. Oh, baby. I've been thinking about it a lot. <laughs> I've been repenting a lot about it. And that's where I stand, because I think this team is playing exceptional basketball right now. Whoa, wait, this, wait, what were the odds? I, I, Can you tell me? What were, what were the 100 odds? 100 to 1. 100 to 1. 100 to 1. Yeah. I, uh, I rubbed it for good luck this morning. <laughs> no way. Yeah. yeah. I, Did you really? I, I keep it in a very special place. Wow. <laughs> Your pants. It's it's in my wallet. <laughs> it's in, it's in. <laughs> my pants. That's my only thought of the Big Twelve tournament. Uh, Taylor, go ahead. And take no over. exaggeration. That's absolutely the most ringing endorsement of a basketball team I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. That Texas Tech made Luke question his faith. Not, I know that's not exactly not what you question said. Faith, I know. Yeah. Excuse me. Almost stumble. I should stumble into, uh, into sin. That's yeah. what I should say. So. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're great. all sinners in the hands of an angry God. That's what I. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Big Twelve. I'm excited here. I uh, where I think, is it being played? First of all, oh god, I, it's in Kansas. I, I, yeah, uh, this is a trick question. I do. It's in Kansas. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the bracket and could not locate where the location was. I think it's in Kansas City. It's uh, either Kansas City, Kansas or Wichita. City, Missouri. Yeah. Well, the Sprint Center. Well, I think it's you know noteworthy that Taylor's excited. I, yeah. I mean, Texas Tech is your team to beat. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see Iowa State. I think. The, really? Yeah. I think the best, I'm disregarding some of these lower seeded teams Oklahoma, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, TCU. I don't really think any of them make it out of the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am in the quarterfinals. Baylor and Iowa State and Texas and Kansas are games that intrigue me. Oh. I think mm. Texas has a really, you know, they've stumbled and they're very inconsistent. They have talent, they have individual players who can go off. 
they beat Kansas at home and they lost by two on the road. I think in, in Kansas, you know, the streak is over, et cetera, et cetera. Death taxes and no longer Kansas. I think that uh, I think Texas has a sneaky good chance to upset Kansas. Um, and on the yep. top side of the bracket, Iowa State is expected to have Shayok back. He's supposed to be back for the yep. Baylor game. If yeah, they can he played get, last game. Yep. If they can get past Baylor, I think that uh, I don't really believe in K State. I think Baylor is maybe more of a test for Iowa State than K State. And I like Iowa State to advance to the finals. Wow. Um, and take on Texas Tech there. Wow, they found their mojo. Yeah. Good for you. I think that'll be a rematch of the last game of the regular season for both of them. Mm. And uh, I'll pick that game when it gets here. <laughs> so you'll be you'll be tuned in. How many how many bids do you think we get at the Big Twelve this year? Uh let Too me count. many. Seven or eight? Is that Barbara? Eleven. <laughs> I think I think you're gonna get Seven at least. Seven. I, I am really rooting for Oklahoma State to take out TCU in the first round. I think that should knock TC out of consideration. Mm, and then hopefully. give me Belmont or Lipscomb or you know UNCG. Yeah, sure. Give me give me one of those three teams in the tournament, and I'll never complain about a mid-major not getting in again. Well, that's not true. <laughs> well, you know that's not true. The only you thing, can't hold up The only promise. thing I want to say about this tournament is, uh, in addition to go Red Raiders, is... Guess who the best team is against the spread in the Big 12 this season? Because this surprised me. I haven't checked this in, in a while. West Virginia. Oklahoma. Oh. Oh. Oklahoma yeah. is 19-93 against the spread. That makes sense. Wow. I think you hammer Oklahoma against West Virginia because they are definitely going to take care of business there, and they're going to cover against the Red Raiders, Red Raiders of Texas Tech. Ooh. I like that I angle. don't know. Texas Tech's been a covering machine of late. That I is, that is also true. against them. That mm. is also true. Mm. Okay, uh, Mike, I think it's time for you to select a tournament that you're going to be paying attention to. All right, so... And I, I know it ain't going to be the Big East. It ain't going to be the Big East. You can pay me to watch the Big East. And, I, you know, I was really going to say the AAC here, but you already know that game is going to be like this slow, methodical, like, defensive, you know, battle. You know, you don't want to have to watch that. And I really wanted to say the Pac-12... Uh, you know, it just it really make our listeners listen to five minutes of me talking about the Pac-12. I mean, that should be your next mid-major minute, right? Talking about the Pac-12. Pac-12. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Especially because it's, it's in yeah. Vegas, Shots too. Fired the, you know, the so other that, that's also a big draw for me. And I know Ken Palm will be there. You know, I always thought about, you know, tracking down Ken Palm at the Big 12 tournament in Vegas. No, not tracking down. It makes it sound like I'm hunting him. Whatever. Not important. Anyways, the one that I'll be watching <laughs> is the Mountain West you, Conference. You definitely don't have a Ken Palm Shrine with his hair in a closet in your room. Definitely not. It's, Absolutely not. It's going to be replaced with a Jordan Sperber Shrine. Let me tell you, I love that guy. But yeah, anyways, I, we'll save that for another podcast. But yeah, I'll be watching the Mountain West Conference. Obviously, um, there was a, a big incident um, last, was it last week? Uh when Utah State took out Nevada at home, there was the whole uh, Jordan Caroline punching the uh, whatever it was, the fire sprinkler, extinguisher fire case, extinguisher, yes. and running away. You know, the part that everybody loved was uh, like Trey Porter, his teammate, like not really in a hurry to follow him down the hallway to like in pursuit of Utah State assistant coaches. Anyways, um, Obviously, it's entertaining for those two factors, but you know my my team to watch and my player to watch are Fresno State and Braxton Huggins. I really like this Fresno State team. I think Guthrie. I know that you're really into against the spread numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this week. I think if you were to look them up for the Mountain West, I think Fresno State would probably be your leader in a, against the spread that is correct. coverages for this year. I haven't checked it myself, but um, a, a fantastic shooting team, which I like. Um, a, a team that can defend, you know, decently. And they can rebound the basketball. I think they have a chance to steal a a bid here, and I think, put me on the record, I think Mountain West is a three-bid league this year. It's Utah (laughs) State, Nevada, and Fresno State. So, yeah, that'll be the one I'm watching. Ooh. (laughs) I like it. Does that do it for you? Expand the tournament. Put them all in. (laughs) Titillating. Yay! I'm in on Utah State. I'm in. Yeah, you're in? Yeah. All right. I like that. I'm out on Nevada. <laughs> Picking up the lose first game of the draw. Oh, yeah. most yeah. likely. Well, it's all matchup dependent, but I don't see that. It's, it's all matchup. I love that little footnote. Yeah, the caveat, it's all matchup caveat. dependent. Yeah, it's all matchup dependent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's man. great, Mike. Yeah. Thank you. So, anyways, really good times. Good times. And also, just announced, Nick Ward will be back for the Big Ten tournament for, for you, Luke, I know, as you were. Looking for that Nick Ward from Michigan State. I so. like Nick, Nick Ward. I'm not yeah. in the camp that's, oh, he's the chemistry problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're playing better without they have, him. They have played really well without him. Uh, yeah. I disagree. Yeah, they're be- they're much better defensively, but you need you need Nick Ward to make those rim runs and uh, get easy points. So. You need scores. Yeah, you need scores. Yeah. Anyways. Maybe so, he's, well, I'm, we're not getting into this. I had an angle, but we're not going to go there. Uh-huh. So what else you got? You got anything else uh, on the agenda for tonight? Or are we just going to start watching basketball and in doing it, I, I still want to record a couple podcasts outlining uh, some some teams uh, you know that people can watch for the NCAA tournament. Who knows if I'll get to that over the next week? I'm going to say that's I, not going to happen. I really want to. Good tease. Just know that. Just hit me up on Twitter. You know, maybe think, I'll just feed you some good <laughs> I stuff. I think you there. should just pull out your cell phone one day and just go to work by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> just send it to me. It'll be. It won't be great quality. Everyone, oh, you but... mean just like record it on my phone and send yes. it to you? Oh, yeah, I could do that. Have you ever watched yeah, it? Do it at lunch. I'm known for like uncomfortably long voicemails. Like if you if you if I have your phone number, I may call you and leave you a two and a half minute voicemail just rambling thoughts. Off, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I delete it without listening. To yeah, that's right. You, that's why you get the transcription and you just move on. Yeah, you and everyone else. People love to. Have delete. you ever seen a doctor like record notes while looking at a chart? You know, in the dark of his room with an X-ray lighting up, and he's like, "Uh, thorax six vertebrae." You know, whatever, and that's how I imagine Mike just like watching <laughs> replay of games on silent, talking into his phone. He's like, mm, Kobe White, mm, good in transition. Braxton Huggins, good shooter, Dude. good shooter, off the elbow, off the I, elbow. Em- embarrassingly, cuts. I could play some voice memos to myself <laughs> yeah, right now. You make them. Yeah, how did you know that? That's like really troubling. That's like this dude that was hitting me up on Twitter, like pretty much calling out how I was watching the UNC Duke game the other night uh, with just music blasting alone in a windowless room. Watching Some, above the rim. Yes, watching above the rim. That's all Blackout curtains on yeah. the windows, rage against the machine, turned up to 11, <laughs> and Pepperdine University. Dude, there's not enough nine-inch nails in the world right now. I tell you, I'll just... Whew. Anyways, good times. Tweet at us. We're at ACCP Ball DJs. We really want to be interactive during the tournament, whether that's constructive talk, whether that's trash talk, whether it's, you know, comedy, right? All the above are welcome. We just want volume. Mm-hmm. We want to interact. You could also email the podcast at accbballdgens at gmail.com. Thank you very much. And like us on Facebook and refer us to a friend as we are hitting the March Band this season. Oh, it's time.